0: Welcome to the Honest Business Podcast. This is the show for ambitious, value-driven business owners who are actively building a business that works for them. Hi, I'm Mae James, and I'm here to make scaling your business easier and more rewarding than ever. Each week, we will dive into simple, sustainable strategy and pragmatic leadership discussion to support you as you take imperfect action on your entrepreneurial journey. If you want to stay ahead, exceed your growth goals and have a purposeful, thriving business, then keep on listening. Hello, welcome back to the Honest Business Podcast. It is great that you've tuned in today. I hope you are well. Welcome if this is your first episode and if this is your weekly ritual and tradition, then welcome. I'm so pleased you're joining me again this week. Uh, We've got a really interesting topic today because it's not necessarily completely linked to business, although it kind of is. We're going to talk about wealth and we're going to talk about expanding your wealth beyond your business because this is a topic that as leaders, as CEOs, as MDs, we often think about, right? And it's something that comes up in conversation, particularly if you're talking with other business owners that are also kind of, you know, very successful and they're continuing to kind of grow their professional career and then also their kind of financial well-being from that sort of perspective. So we are going to talk through kind of things today that you can do and and look at when you want to expand your wealth. Um, And I think this is a nice conversation because I think it's something we often don't really give ourselves time to think about unless you're in a meeting with like a financial advisor which often can be quite a like quite a hectic um experience or can sometimes be there because you're there for a reason or you're there because you have to agree on something whereas often we don't give ourselves time to just think about this and when I am with clients. It's something we talk about for my private retained clients one-to-one. We 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 discuss this from time to time of, of just checking back in with them because it's important, right? Because your business is only one part of you. And often when we're doing deep leadership work and we're do, doing kind of deeper personal work, this all counts. This all kind of comes into things because you're essentially you know, your your life is, is moulded together as one, especially for successful business owners. It's very normal for people to feel like it's a collective experience. So today we're going to talk about expanding wealth and wealth, what that means and kind of options you could do for increasing your income if you wish to or to grow wealth. Um, just want to off the bat kind of mention and say the obvious on this. I am not a financial advisor. I am not telling you what you should do I'm not saying that you know one thing's better than another please do not this is just my opinion so before you do anything in terms of actively investing money anywhere or anything do not take my opinion like go and get seek professional advice um yeah I just want to say that off the bat please do not kind of take this as gospel um and obviously this is as relevant as it can be in terms of today. I'm recording this on the 14th of March 2023. No doubt if you're listening to this in 2027, there could be goodness knows what else out there and available for us to, um, you know, focus on, do, experience. So yeah, that is, as of today, here are some of my thoughts. So when we think about this conversation, this tends to come up with people who are taking money out of their business, have some kind of thing going on, business is doing quite well, have got enough money to live, have got enough money to be... You know, living within their means and doing whatever they want in terms of their dream lifestyle and things. But maybe you're thinking about the future. Maybe you have children, or maybe you want to have children in the future, and you're thinking about how are we going to make this work from a financial perspective. Maybe you have goals that you kind of want to hit as a family. There is whole, you know, weights of reasons as to why you might want to expand your wealth, or to grow your wealth, or to just add some additional income into your life. It might also be, and I just want to add this, that. You actually want to wind down your business or part of your business or you don't want it to be as big and maybe you want to replace it with some other income sources. And so that can be a part of this conversation that we're having today. And my sole process with this is, is that when people come to me with a goal of, right, I have this goal of I want to have X amount of money in X amount of place, then and then we go about how do we make that happen? this is kind of where we come back to as a starting point of understanding well where do you want to go from here so we're going to talk through some of the options it's not a definitive list but it's some of the obvious ones and i also want to talk about why sometimes this isn't the solution so i think sometimes people get into this too quickly and they get really obsessed with it and it can get over it can kind of be all consuming so the point of this episode is to really re- be relaxed and chilled out and not be, like, really stressful. I wanted to be quite just chill and just listen and just kind of think, oh, yeah, this is interesting Oh, maybe I want to do this or maybe I want to do that. Um, because otherwise, we can get in our heads about this and it can all get quite a lot very easily. Um, but, yeah, don't get yourself too overwhelmed and don't kind of... What I tend to see happen is people can have some success in business and if you have really fast growth... Um, In your first kind of two years or three years, often people jump to this stage and this step straight away because it's the first time they've had money and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 I've got to like keep the money, make more of the money. You know grow the money <laughs> do everything with the money they've realized the power of how amazing it is to have money and what that can do for people's lives and how many people they can help in you know their personal life that they want to help and then so that then becomes kind of like the main thing but what I want to remind people is is that you don't want this to take over from the attention that you're given to whatever the other thing is that you're running so ultimately if that's a business if that's multiple businesses I know some of you listen to this have multiple businesses like me and you've kind of got to split yourself between everything be careful about just adding another thing into the mix just because you kind of fancy it and because you feel this urgency too if however obviously you've been going in business and you've been going for 10 years or 20 years and actually you're like you know what? I really need to start thinking about what else are we going to do and maybe you're a bit bored and you're like you know what? I want to start something new want to look into how else I can be expanding my wealth then some of these options are a great thing that's not me saying that if you have had fast growth you shouldn't think about how you can expand your wealth because of course that's important I just am saying as a word of warning and caution is maybe to just think about this idea that you know um you don't have to constantly be striving for more even though the world will tell you that you do and even though all of the messaging you hear is like go 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 and more 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 and we have to do this that and the other like it's okay if you need some time to just chill but likewise it's also okay if you want to set things up or maybe you don't have a choice maybe you have to make some stuff happen and so you're like man I've got to get over this like I've got to get moving I've got to get doing this and so you want to build some more revenue streams potentially so I am going to talk through some options in terms of how you can expand your income and your wealth beyond just your day-to-day business of whatever your main gig is and different things you can look at. And you'll have heard of these likely, you know, it's not like I'm going to start talking about anything groundbreaking, but it's nice to have a conversation and a thought process of thinking about what does this look like for you? And the reality of it is, is that most of us are going to try and have all of these things yeah you might have all of these revenue streams playing at once because that's what you want to happen on this note I just want to say like you know there's this quote and this thought process that always goes around about millionaires and about how everyone has a minimum of seven income streams and this thing and that thing like I just want to chill a bit on that because and if you want my personal opinion which you listen to this podcast you probably do don't get yourself het up about the seven revenue streams, right? Yes, that's great if you can do that. Yes, lovely. But actually, if you can have one or two that are really great and are really income producing, that's also fine. You don't necessarily need, like, ten income streams that all bring you ten grand a year. Which, if you want to do that, that's also a strategy and that's fine. But I'm just saying, like, don't get yourself obsessed with because sometimes i have people come to me who are like i've only got four revenue streams and yet they still make like a lot of money and they're taking home a lot of money every month and every year and they're saving and they're doing all these bits and pieces and they've got investments but they feel like it's not enough and sometimes i'm like okay well we can add some more but also it's about do you need it like what do you need it for and another thing to get really clear on with people is what i'm sick of hearing (laughs) Is people talking about revenue streams in a business context of their business, and they seem to think that having different services means they have different income streams, which is not what everyone's talking about when it comes to income streams, right? So you've got to be really careful on what is your definition of an income stream. Just to clarify for me, income stream as a definition means if you have two different businesses and they provide you income, then that's two income streams. But just because you have 10 different ways you create money inside of one business doesn't necessarily mean you've got 10 income streams, because you've still got legal liability in one business. And I just want to clarify that. Yeah, yes, you can build different income streams into a business. But don't start thinking that you've got like the in one business I have this a lot as well. People get obsessed with having seven income streams built inside of a business you don't need to have seven income streams built inside of a business if you want to then great like you can make that happen and for some businesses it makes sense to but you don't need to have that's not thing and also be really clear on the idea of like different services do not mean it's a different income stream so you might have three different services but actually they're all kind of similar income stream whereas you might have affiliate income in the business which actually is classed as a separate income stream Hopefully this is making sense, right? But we're not really talking about business income streams today. We're going to talk about you have your business and then what other things can you do from a personal perspective that adds to the money that you take home and keep at the end of every year that is yours, that builds your personal wealth? Because that's what people get interested in once they start seeing a bit of business success, yeah? So... And again, that's just to reiterate, yes, having seven income streams is lovely and that's great if you can do that. But you're not a failure if you don't. And you don't have to. And just because you do have seven doesn't mean that you're going to be set for the rest of your life. And if you only have one doesn't mean that that's bad. (laughs) Like Some people have got one income stream is bringing them a hell of a lot of money in. And it's a really reliable, solid source that will do so for 40 years. If that's the case, like, don't worry. You know, and I'm I'm not suggesting that you only have one. Of course, diversifying your diversifying your diversifying goodness me, your assets is really important, and obviously having more than one is great. But don't feel like you've got to have ten or seven. It gets quite extreme, you know. Also, if you want to have seven, good for you. Like you can make that happen. Totally fine. I can help you with that. That's also cool. Now, aside from my opinion on it and my kind of caveats with it all here's some options for adding things to your revenue streams. So, what you can do is, if you have a business, which for most of you do, because you listen to this, yes, you can start doing things like guest speaking, which, you know, you can be a speaker, you can be a keynote speaker, you can be all types of different speakers, that can bring in an income for you, and that can bring in a really significant, substantial, nice, juicy income for you, um, if you wish to. So, that can be a good option. And the reason it can be a good option for people is because it often doesn't require a lot of setting up. Yeah, it's easy somewhat. I'm not saying that it doesn't require effort, but I'm saying like, it's quite a low barrier to entry. Um, And because you're in business, you likely already have a network of some kind. So that makes it somewhat easier to get into. Um, And you know, your guest speaking can be a six-figure revenue stream, a five-figure, seven-figure if you want it to be. But for most people, it's going to be a five to six-figure multi six figure revenue stream depending on how aggressively you want to get involved with that the other thing number two I've got on here is affiliate income now affiliate income is a great option for most people in business again mainly because they have a community you're going to be talking to people so you can create really cool amazing affiliate income either related to the business that you have already or something completely different to be honest like it doesn't have to be Similar, But it might be that you have a business and then it might be that you also quite like the idea of being an influencer or you quite like the idea of sharing content because you share content anyway. And so you're quite happy to do that and create affiliate income from, you know, revenue in that sense. You can also create, obviously, really significant affiliate income um, from SaaS products, from, you know, all sorts of business, um, business products. But. If you want to build it out an affiliate model, that's great. And the reason I do love affiliate model is because it is really passive. Like (laughs) it's one of the rare things where it is passive in the sense of, yes, you have to get the affiliate in the first place. But in terms of once you've got the affiliate, a lot of the affiliate programs you can get, if it's a monthly subscription model, they will pay you every month, not all of them, but some of them do. Obviously, you've got to be picky, but there's some great affiliate systems out there, really great ones. There's also like people like me who will pay really good money for quality referrals, right? So like yes, look at companies, look at tech, look at things that you can get involved with on a mass scale, but also think about who do you know who can you can make a lot of money off because people can make a lot of money out of me if you send me quality leads. Like I am happy to pay for that and I pay in cash. And we don't advertise that very much because for me it's I don't ever want people recommended me just because they're going to make some money but you know if you're listening to this podcast it's highly likely that you're a really nice person and you're a really good (laughs) human being and so actually if you know a lot of people that i can help and you're listening to this thinking, god may so-and-so should really work with me if you make that connection i pay for that i i pay for it all day long really good money as well and there's other people who will do the same thing i'm not alone in that yeah a lot of people will do that and you can build Again, a five-figure, a six-figure revenue stream, multi-six figures, depending on how long you want to be involved with it, in terms of affiliate income. Number three, passive income. Now, passive income is obviously a big, like, trendy—not trendy word. What's it? Buzzword. That's it. A buzzword. Um, but what I mean from that is something like a course, something, some kind of sort of educational piece that you're gonna um, you're gonna share. That tends to be what, you know, digital download, templates, um, course, and, and ones that are, are truly passive. So we can obviously have semi-passive income, which is where it's like one-to-many style. Or it might be that you are have a course, but then you provide some kind of live element with it. So then it becomes semi-passive. I'm talking here about actual fully passive income, which you're never going to get fully passive, right? Because you're always going to have to drive traffic to something. So whether you're going to pay for that, whether you're organically going to do that at some stage... At some level, of course you're doing some kind of work, but in terms of can you sell someone a course and they pay over three months and you don 't deliver any of it yeah because they they 're consuming a, a course um You know, even a spreadsheet. You know, so many people buy a spreadsheet; they love that. So there's so many opportunities with that. Again, from the passive income perspective, that can be five figure, a four figure, a six figure, a seven figure, if you want it to be. And and this is where, when we have these conversations about expanding wealth, that you understand what you want and why you're doing it comes into it. Because and this is why I say to people, you don't necessarily need seven, because like. For me, it's like there's a lot of time can be spent on creating all these things, but then actually, like, one or two really deliver. Now, I'm not saying don't attempt seven, but I'm just saying I have seen it before where people are like, gotta get seven or gotta get ten or gotta get whatever, And they spend loads and loads of time and they can set them all up like because these people are like high achieving people. So it's like me or you, they're going to do it. They're like, yes, I'm doing this. They're going to do it. But then the reality of it is, is that they then prefer one or the other or they go, you know, they're drawn to something. And so that makes more sense for them. And they really sit in a certain kind of couple of them that makes them the most money. So from a passive income perspective, that can be a really good option. other thing is obviously property which is a huge you know just debate property real estate rent and you've obviously got airbnb as well um if you want my opinion on that which bear in mind i don't do that that's not my um ball game but if i was going to i personally would go down the airbnb route versus the kind of um consumer you know residential rent and Vibe, um, just from a money perspective, you're going to be much better off the Airbnb front uh, most of the time. But property is a huge one, and property is something you can really, you know, grow. The, the opportunity is huge, and the in terms of diversifying your assets, property is a really great one because it's a one that is is solid. Yeah, it's, it's really great. And when you think about expanding your wealth longer term, that's not really about just increasing your income. It's about wealth building, similar to purchasing like gold um you know again nothing than I do but the value in that is huge in the sense of if you are you've got to try and work out do you want monthly income that you want more of or are you actually looking to expand your wealth longer term because I think that's something that people get mixed up as well when they're deciding what they want to do and it's like you deciding that will help aid what revenue stream you're going to go with and that you're going to develop into and that you're going to kind of build the wealth from um so something to look at also really important like your pension your investments your ices your stocks and shares like all of that stuff again I'm not going to go in and talk about stuff that is not my ball game to talk about that's quite irresponsible however that in itself you know some people even trade and they like to do thinking about have you got all of that sorted out because once you've got that sorted out and you're actively putting into you know your pension you're actively putting into um a an iso and you're actively investing into um uh god I can't even think what I'm trying to say I've had a real mind <laughs> oh I've had a real mind um mind block oh goodness it'll come back to me. Why does this happen? Sometimes this happens to me. Um, It happened to me last week as well. Oh my goodness. I just can't, literally can't, it's like at the tip of my tongue and I'm trying to remember what I am, (laughs) what I'm trying to say, but sorting your pension out, sorting your investments out, really getting clear on where are you putting your money and where are you holding your money from a longer-term perspective so that you can benefit from compound interest? Like, aside from all this revenue-generating stuff, like, if you want to expand your wealth, then you've got to look at compound interest, yeah? That basic idea of putting things into something that is going to get you something out is so overlooked a lot of the time. People just don't really, like, take any... They're not really interested. They're just kind of like, oh, okay. like, And they, they kind of just see it by don't see it by like take that really seriously because that's the stuff that's actually going to give you stuff back longer term if you're someone that's looking for stuff longer term because most people who are at this point you're thinking about future you're not thinking about how am I going to go and buy a Chanel handbag because realistically if you're going to do that you need to make sure your income is actually you know covering that to some degree so this is really about you thinking about okay yeah my pensions here is that in an aggressive fund is it in an index fund? What is it in? Is it aggressively... You know, if you're young, you can get away... Again, I don't want to... don't want to roam on talking about financial information, but, you know, if you're young, you don't want to sit in a pot where it's not going to do anything, which if you just randomly put into a pension, it's likely that they will put you in. So you've got to understand and get financial advice and learn and, and understand from people who this is their every day of like, okay, well, if you're in your 20s or in your 30s, you can probably you know, go with something a bit more aggressive and a bit more um, risk averse than, say, if you're in your 50s. All of that stuff. Look into that. Take time to get to know what you should be doing because that's really important. Understand how much cash do you actually need, but then how much do you need to actually put away? Because a lot of people hoard a lot of cash and it's like, Holding cash is not necessarily. Well, it's not a good option for a lot of people. Obviously, you've got to have emergency fund. Obviously, you've got to have cash available if you're going to need it. But think about what else are you doing with it? Because sometimes it's not about making more and more money. It's about managing it and it's about using it and investing it wisely. Another thing. One thing you can look at doing is acquiring another business or investing in businesses. So maybe you want to start investing in businesses. You might then get dividend share from that or you might actually want to... Oh, goodness me, sorry. You might want to acquire um, and buy a business and maybe you want to, you know, get involved that way and have a business that you run that is yours but then you also have another business that is something that you've acquired. That obviously normally typically requires a chunk of money. Obviously, if you're going to acquire. Um, a business. <laughs> Typically, you're going to need a hell of a lot of cash for that. Um, from an investment perspective, you can invest, you know, arguably quite a low amount of money if you want to be an investor. So there's plenty of opportunities there of, of what you can do with that. But again, it's something about wealth building. It's understanding, do you want shares? Do you want dividend? Do you want a mixture? Do you want X, Y, and Z thing? What is the long-term goal? The thing I would say, though, with all of this is you've got to be careful of your time, because it's really easy for time to get a weight like, loss from you, And people end up going on these like six month accidental projects and breaks that they've ended up going on because they haven't really thought through of how much time this all takes. So although it's very tempting to want to get involved with every possible project and every possible thing, you've got to remember, like, what is your plan? What is your strategy? What do you actually want from it? Because that's going to kind of give you a lot of answers from that. Um, the other thing to think about, which not many people look into, is like um, licensing and franchising. That's really key. Like, there's a lot of money to be made in franchising. Now, your business might not be able to do that. That might not be something you want to do, but it might make sense for you in terms of if you've got IP that's really useful and is really powerful and is really kind of unique. Do you want to license it out? Do you want to franchise that? Do you want to run that? Because you don't have to run that necessarily as your, you're going to keep your business and you can, I mean, it's obviously going to be connected to your business, but you use the IP and it's almost like an additional thing. Um, Or is there a franchise you want to get involved with? I know someone who just wanted to get to like have something fun and wanted to be connected to a certain brand. And so they were like, yeah, I want to own a franchise of X thing. And I think that can be really fun and interesting. The other thing to think about is coaching and consulting, which I know a lot of people go into the space of and they really enjoy that idea of giving back and maybe helping other people. But you have got the option of can you use your skill set, can you use your knowledge, and can you add a revenue stream into your life from that to expand your wealth? And again, let's be clear that you can make five figures, six figures, multi six figures, seven figures, eight figures on a side hustle type vibe of how much you want to be involved in, providing you get certain parameters in place in certain things in certain ways. But that can be a really fantastic way of expanding your income and also being able to use that as the catalyst, to pay for all of these other the things that we spoke about in terms of building longer term wealth. Um, and so if that's something you like, that could be a good option. Um, the other thing to mention is starting another business. So many of you will have so many ideas for starting another business and you have like a passion project or you have something that you'd love to do. And you've maybe heard people like me talk to you for ages and say, don't start it too early or, you know, focus on this business, your main business because you need to get it to X point and make it to this point of revenue. And you maybe's there now. You might be like, I've done it. I'm there. Woo. Like, I've got it. And The next part of that is that you decide, right, what do I want to do? And it might be that you want to start another business. Maybe it is time that you get to start this whole other passion project. Maybe it's not a passion project. Maybe it's just another business that you want to start. Um, And think about that and think about how it can expand your wealth. And do you know what the joy of that can be? Is that if it's the second time round or if it's that you're not actually dependent on that business to then pay the bills, look after your family, whatever... There's so many decisions that you can make in a certain way that can speed up the process of your growth and benefit you at the same time because there's not that stress there. Yeah. And that can be massive because some of the decisions you could make that you wouldn't have made otherwise can be hugely influential in kind of the speed in which you can take the money out of the business that you want to. It's a really exciting time, I think, like it's a really exciting, fun period. But yeah, I, I hope I've covered these options for you. I hope you've been maybe thought provoking or interesting. Um, those are the ones that came top of my head. There's obviously loads of other stuff you can do. Certain things I haven't mentioned because I don't believe they're hugely kind of reliable or maybe necessarily um, very good to talk about. It doesn't mean they're wrong and that you shouldn't go into them. Um but yeah, I I think when you're expanding your wealth it's an exciting time for you. It's really fun to think about wow, what can I do and what do I want to do and you know how do I want to build on what I've already built and protect what I've got. I also think it's important for you to think about if you are at this point right where you're looking at expanding wealth beyond business I need you to be looking really at like a 20-year, 30-year, 40-year plan, depending on how old you are, 50-year, 60-year plan, right? And I'm not saying every single thing in is makes sense, but I just think you need to be really clear on what is your strategy for your current business? Is it that you want to exit? Is it not? Is it that you're going to partner? Is it you're going to sell? Are you going to merge? Like, what do you want to do? From that perspective, will you just close it down? Like there's not enough conversation around the fact that you can just close a business down and that's totally okay. It doesn't mean it's failed. So have a think about that because that will massively impact what you're gonna do of those chosen options and how that looks for you going forward. But there's so much potential in that. So much potential, so much kind of enjoyment can come from it. It's often a fun time for people to feel like they can be creative again and they can access a different kind of opportunity to like really make use of their time because I think sometimes when you get to business often if you're at a point where you've got a team and there's a lot going on and things are going really well you might have lost the disconnection of the day-to-day of like being in the trenches of running business because often you're the decision maker and the visionary and the person that's just going forward and forward and forward but sometimes you might crave just being the person that like is doing the cool thing of like packing the things or doing the things and you know like when we talked about starting another business like that might be that you have a service-based business and you want a product-based business or you want a print-on-demand business or you want like a, a business where you're like meeting customers every day because you don't do that normally whatever it is there's so many options for you and nothing's really off limits that's what I want you to get from this episode it's like so much is available to you beyond just what you're currently doing now and that's so exciting if you want to build out additional revenue streams in your business I can help you do that so um, this is quite normal if you want to come and do a CEO strategy day those are a great container to do this. So it might be that you do want to start a coaching and consultant business or you do want to build out some passive income options. Maybe it's a couple of revenue streams. Maybe it's a couple of digital products, whatever. Um, maybe it's that you do want to require another business or you want to look at franchising or whatever it is. I can help you build additional revenue streams. So um, I don't have to help you with your main business if that's not what you're kind of needing support with. Um, but if you would like help to do it quicker and faster in terms of your new side hustle type, <laughs> new item that might turn and bring in more money than your current main thing does, which often is what people find can be true, then, you know, I'm here for you and I can do that. Often the best option is a CEO strategy day, which is a one-month container. Or we can work together for six months. But it just depends because um, working with me for six months is a £15,000 investment depends on what your goal is obviously depending on what makes the most sense of are you trying to make multi six figures a year doing consulting and coaching therefore actually the 15 grand might you know make sense in terms of investment but if you're not then it might not be so it's good for us to have a conversation and I can definitely support you in that if you'd like support with it um and we can work out which is the best offer for you you can also go to my website www.mayjames.com there is a quiz like a service finder quiz and you can go on there and you can fill in like a couple of questions takes about three minutes and you get an answer straight away you don't have to give me your email to get the answer you just get the answer straight away and that will guide you with maybe what the best option is based on those questions but I'm more than happy to advise whether a CEO strategy mix. day makes sense or whether one-to-one consultant makes sense or even a strategy intensive which can be and those are £2,000 so it just depends on what is best for your business obviously you can do that on your own you can explore um you know you can set up stuff on your own but if you're someone who's actually like you know what I do want to set up this other business but like I don't have all the time in the world because I'm still running the other thing so I just need the like blueprint of how to do it how to get going here's the thing go and execute here's the strategy let's write the strategy together that's where I can really help and come in and I know I have people who have got amazing businesses and amazing things but they don't love it it's not their passion yeah it's their money maker but it's not their passion and then they have and want to start something that is more passion for them and so it's like right well it's much easier to just shortcut than trying to spend years and years trying to find the answer of the thing that I can kind of support them with and reduce down that journey so if that is you more than happy to support you and we'll look forward to doing so but if not take care I will see you next week and well done for thinking about your future and for wanting to continuously improve yourself I feel like people who are listening to this all the way through are like real go-getters of like yes we're just constantly looking out for our future and wanting to build more and to to help us you know for some of you it might be leaving a legacy or it might be leaving something for some people other people don't connect with that and that's totally cool like it's totally very personal um it feels quite personal episode not in terms of me but just in terms of it's so personal dependent and um circumstance dependent but hopefully it's been a good discussion for you to have a think about what this means for you and your future take care and I'll see you next week bye thanks for listening to the honest business podcast if you enjoyed today's episode make sure that you are subscribed and if you'd like to support the podcast please share it with others and leave a rating and review to catch up with all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at may.james underscore, where I share the raw, uncut, behind-the-scenes reality of what running multiple businesses every day truly looks like. As always, links and any resources that were mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes below. That's all for this episode, and I look forward to seeing you next time.